Well, hello there, family. What's up, family? I didn't see you there. Hi. Family, welcome back to another edition of the Crenshaw Corner. Mm-hmm. I am your host, Sanchez Crenshaw, and as always, I am joined by the absolute best part of my day. What's up? The wind beneath my wings. Yes. The apple of my eye. I am. The rib that completes me. Totally completed. The Shannon to my Leroy. Nope. Leroy? Is this like Buffy the Vampire like job thingy? What part of what I said sounded anything like wasn't a that, Buffy the Vampire Slayer? Wasn't the guy Leroy? Who was that was no Leroy? The other the other the, the other Spike? Who's Spike? It was Angel. It was Spike. Angel. I thought his name was Leroy. How I don't know. I don't know. Shannon and Please Leroy. Please tell me okay, I, how you got I'm, I'm a, I'm Leroy a, I'm a thinking mover. I'm out a thinking, of Angel. I'm a thinking mover play, and I thought it, and I thought it, and I think it, and I moved it. The head slap. What? The head slap. Slapping somebody on that. His favorite person was Abby? No. Tony and Ziva? What decade Mc, was this? McGee? What decade was this, baby? To the, the 2000s? The show's only been on for about 18 years. A head slap of McGee. Yeah. I don't know Tony these people. Tony and Zebra. No. Jethro. Jethro. Je- Jethro. Jethro. We talk about NCS, NCIS. NCIS, yes. First of all, that's not my favorite show. It's mine, though. And you know I don't like him. Why, how do you not like Gibbs? Gibbs that is not up. possible. No, it is humanly no, wait. impossible. Which one always put on his gloves and his eyeglass and talk real slow? See, first of all, you always get that confused. That first of all, do not disrespect Horatio Kane. Yeah, I don't like Horatio. Do not disrespect Horatio Kane. I Kane. don't like. He works. He talks and put his glasses. And this is about to be finished. That's CIS. That is that's, the dumbest. Uh, that's CSI. CSI Miami is what you're thinking of. No, the what? Yeah, Horatio. Horatio Kane. Horatio, I can't that's say CSI him. Miami. I don't like him. I said NCIS. He gets on my nerve. Leroy Jeffro Gibbs. Gibbs. Mm, he all right. The one that be doing the boat? Yeah. He's yeah. building a boat in his basement. I ain't a fan of him. Which, either. the craziest part, that was always like a running thing. Like, how many years can you, can you do this boat? No, not even that. What? How did he get the boat in? How did he get the boat out of the basement? That was the question. Well, did it ever come out the basement? It did because he would, rebu- he would build that one, finish it, and then start a new boat. You've seen him take it out the basement. That's the thing. And they would always ask, how do you get this boat out of the basement? He would never answer the question. Mm-mm, mm-mm. But yeah, Jeth- Shannon and- Shannon was his first wife. Shannon is the reason um, Jethro was what he was. Because that was his first wife that he loved and cherished and adored. But unfortunately, uh, she was tragically taken away from him. And it changed his life forever. But the- she was the love of his life. That's why I say the Shannon to my Libra because you are the love of you are the absolute Thank love of my life. Thank you. I love you so much too, baby. Thank you so much. But what you not but gonna yet, do? But yet, you still giving me these things. You know, I don't know. You should know that because that's one of the, the shows fact that I I'm the love of your life, and you think I should know this stuff. Like, but my thing is here's here's the thing. Though. I'm, and, I'm and, listening to the thing and family. We're gonna get into the episode in just a moment. Yeah. But right now, I got bones. I, I got bones to pick. With who? With you. Carry with on. you, ma'am. Carry on. With you, ma'am. Carry because on. what you never gonna do. In my presence. Is you back to Horatio again? Is disrespect Horatio Kane. Okay? <sighs> what show is that again? That's CSI Miami. <sighs> yeah, what you're never going to do in I'm my sleep presence. I'm <sighs> Is that what that is? No, I don't want to hear about him, bro. Nah, you're not going to disrespect Horatio Every time Horatio, he get up man. and he do the same thing. Come on, it was some of the best one-liners, man. We'll... We'll because as he's putting his sunglasses on, it don't make that no sense. That was the cool part, man. Nothing was cool that about was the him, cool baby. Part. He put on his sunglasses. 
we'll just deal with that later. Let's move forward. What First the of all, the, heck? You, the way you said it didn't even sound cool. So you're taking the cool side. No, I'm not. That's exactly how he sounds. Because he would have he would have that stance. Mm-hmm. He would have that stance. Mm-hmm. And then he would slowly put the glasses on mm-hmm. and do his one liner. It was beautiful. It was beautiful. Every time it he wasn't, did it, it was beautiful. It wasn't, baby. But he I brought redheads you. back, man. If you say so. Just say he brought redheads back. I, I love back. you a lot. I love you a lot. It's important. Small question. Yes. What's going on, family? What is going on, go. guys? I am Angela Crenshaw. Guys, what is going on? That is my wife, family. Now, let family, me just say wife. this, guys. What's going on? Um, Because y'all might think I'm real. My voice is real raspy. I have to sound sexy and all that good stuff. I got really bad allergies. Yeah. And it's running into my ears and my throat. And every year about this time, yeah. I lose my voice. So That's okay. But yeah, I'm she coming does. Out. Really bad allergies. Um. Actually, I'm glad you said that because family, if anyone works in the bubble business <laughs> that's listening to this particular episode, uh, please reach out because I need to get my wife a bubble. Yeah. Because my, my wife literally is allergic to life. No, that's not what the doctor said. Baby, well, the she doctor, basically said. She said that. She said everything that's outside you're allergic you, you to. You need to stay in the house. Tree yeah. pollen, grass pollen, just everything. But the everything. crazy part, she said everything everything in the house you're allergic to too. Yeah. So you're allergic to stuff in the house and allergic to stuff out of the house. Yeah. So therefore, ergo, um, ipso facto, mm-hmm. you need a bubble. I think it's North Carolina because here's the thing. I had no allergies in New York City. True. I didn't have any allergies till I came. I wasn't even allergic to animals till I came to North Carolina. I had a dog. I had a cat. And I'm getting a I dog. I get here. We're not doing that. I'm getting a dog. We're not getting a dog. You're just going to you gonna have to suffer, dog. No, I'm not suffering, dog. Hey, I did for 22 years, so it's your turn. You, there's been no suffrage on your part. I've been wanting a dog for 22 That's years. That's not suffrage, That baby. is suffrage. You're not suffrage. That is suffrage. You've seen other people's dogs. Right. You've communicated with other people's dogs. That's like saying... Just that's, living through the other people. Baby. That's like saying you hungry, you saw somebody eat a hamburger, you should be You should be satisfied You should be that. satisfied, yeah. Because you, you smell you, so, you yeah. smell somebody else's hamburger. Because, you know, it's your mind. Once you get the smell, it's like almost like eating it. It's your mind, okay. baby. I'm well, it's going to be your mind when the dog is in the house. It's going to be your saying, mind. What house will the dog be in yours? The, the same one I'm living in. <laughs> okay. The same one I'm the dog house is where you go be. Hey. Dog house. I'm sorry. Carry on. Welcome. Hi guys. Welcome back to the show, family. What's going on? <laughs> Welcome back, family, for our first time listeners. Welcome. What's up? We appreciate you. We thank yes, you. Yes, thank you for However, listening. Ever you're listening, whether it's on iTunes, whether it's Podbean, whether it's Spotify, whether it's Amazon Music, whether it's mm-hmm. Google Podcasts. Whether it's iHeartRadio or on our own personal website at www.thecrenshawcorner.com. We thank you so much for listening. Thank you, guys. For our returning family members. Returners. You already know how we feel about you. Listen, I got to say something to the returners. Talk to them. Guys, thank you so much for your patience. Because I know y'all be like, where? The Crenshaws just be disappearing. It is not intentionally. Oh, where? Oh, where have the Crenshaws gone? Yes, it is not. Oh, where can they be? It's not intentional. Between losing my voice or and everybody who who's listening or who does not know I had um knee replacement surgery and um I'll just say that this particular situation with the knee replacement surgery is kind of um like um Pastor Sermon um life after the letdown life after the letdown yeah. <laughs> so it's been life after the letdown. so I believe God um everything all is well but it has been um a little longer it's and, a, and it's a journey yeah that that 
that we're taking right now? I'm not going to say it's been a little longer. Okay. Um, really, only because, only reason I'm not going to say it's taken a little longer mm -hmm. because you have nothing to compare, compare it to. to. This is true. You've never been on this journey before. Yeah, this is um, true. This is the first time. You've had operations before, but you've never, never had, had a total to this knee replacement. Right? Yeah. So we don't this know. This is different. Yet, and we can, and the, the part of that I always have a conversation with you about is that we can't compare it to anything else. Yeah. You can't compare it to anything you've been through in life. And other people. You can't compare it to other people. Who had it. Right. You can't compare it yeah. because this is new and unique to you. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's it's been, and we're going to kind of get into we can that get into later that. But that's, yeah. that's so, so thank you guys. I want to say thank you for your patience, though, that you stick it through regardless. Yeah. I mean, some of you call me like, until y'all come back, we're just going to listen to the old ones. And so we're so super thankful. We're, we're not um, a flake family. We're, we're, not, not, we're not flaky. We, 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 it feels like it, though. Sometimes it may feel it like feel that. It like that. And we're super yeah. sorry. But we just thank you guys so, so much for your patience. And we appreciate it. Go ahead, family. baby. I'm sorry. And family is always welcome to the cookout. Yeah. Make sure you bring some aluminum foil so you can wet bag. Take something with you. So you can take something with you. Aha moment, a Crenshaw nugget, Crenshaw a gem, something. something. Take something with you. Hopefully we've given you a lot <laughs> when we're missing that you can utilize that, what we've given, hopefully. Hopefully. Hopefully we hope. <laughs> As my wife say, that, that aluminum foil. That aluminum foil. Makes it taste better. So Make just it leave, it, leave it marinating that aluminum foil yeah. for a little bit. It tastes better. Not weeks and weeks, though. No, but no, don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> Then, then it becomes a science project at that yeah, point. Yeah, at that point. Yeah. But also, family, we consider ourselves an interactive podcast. We are. Which means we can be found on the socials, yes. on Instagram and Facebook, uh, all under the Crenshaw Corner. Come on now. And of course, you can email us at any time at thecrenshawcornergmail.com. Yes. Once again, the Crenshaw Corner Gmail .com. Yes, super excited. So, baby, we're back. Hi, we are back. We are back. I'm assuming, because I don't know, I'm assuming yeah. there is a topic that you there would like to topic. speak on. There's a topic that is close to our heart. Okay, what's up? What you got? Mm -hmm. I want to talk about, and I don't know if I'm saying, I'm going to say this correctly. Um, so this is our first conversation about it, and, you know, we'll see what happens. Okay. Um, That's normally what we do. We just throw stuff against the wall like yeah, spaghetti. Yeah, but this one is going to be a little bit different. Um, I want to talk about the caretaker and the carry. And when I say that I'm the carry, though, <laughs> that's so weird. Okay. So it's the caretaker. Well, typically when you talk about stuff like that, it's the it's the patient mm -hmm. and the caregiver, typically. But if it, when it's family members, can you say the patient and the caregiver? It's dependent on the family member, because there's some ah. family members that are patients. Ah. I'm just saying. Ah. And there's some family members that, that wear on your patients. <laughs> okay. Wow. I'm that, just saying. That, that was deep. That was deep, bro. I, I just deep. had a moment. That was deep. That was super but, deep. But for the Crenshaw, for the purpose of this podcast, because mm -hmm. we've been known to make up our own words anyway. Yeah, let's look So we're going to say the carer. Okay. The the care. Hold on, because you got an employee. You got an employee. You're the caretaker and an employer. Right. So, so you the, ca the carry. You're gonna be the carry. <laughs> I said the carry, and you yep. looked through like I yep. was great. That's what we're gonna go with. I said it. Uh huh. I made up the word. It's my word. You can't have it. I'm I a trademark. The caretaker and the carry. The carry. We're gonna go with that. And I want to talk about that because this has definitely been a journey. And um, I know we talked about you know when the when the vow said to death do us part in sickness and health. And I know one time in one of the podcasts we talked about in sickness and health, and we just basically was just talking about me just being in pain with my knee. Right. But this is a whole different. But I still could get around and do the things that I normally could do. Um, but for this um, month and a half, I haven't had full capacity or capability to assist in the things. You know, as far as family in the house and right. stuff like that. And that's kind of been on your on your back, you know. So I wanted to talk about that because okay. um, 
because you get really frustrated with me about certain stuff and um and I think I it's because I I can see that you're tired, right? And I can see that you're exhausted and I know you're doing it, you love me and all those things. But I think as a caree, there has to be a time where regardless of what I'm going through, that I still have to look out for you too. Because I believe that caretakers don't look out for themselves. And it's weird that I'm the person you're taking care of, but I have to be an advocate for you and say, hey, babe, sit down. No, we're not doing that. No, I, I don't need it. No, I don't want it. Like those things because I can see the exhaustion on you, which kind of like frustrates you or whatever the case is. But I feel like I, I feel like I'm a caretaker and you are carry as well in that situation with us because I still want to take care of you right. because you're super exhausted. And so tell me truthfully, um, this journey that me and you've been on as far as this, this surgery and mm -hmm. all of the journey, how has it been for you though? To be honest, I have not had a chance to think about the journey. Mm. I, only thing I can do is move. Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't have time to think about it. Okay. I don't have time to think about how I feel. I don't mm -hmm. have time to think about if I'm tired. I don't have time to think about, you know, how, do I feel good? Do I not feel good? Mm -hmm. I don't have time. Right. Stuff has to be done because right. throughout this entire process, I'm still working. Right. Exactly. You know, I, for the family who's not familiar, you know, I still have a full time job. I, I work from home. Um, so, but I, even though I'm working from home, I still average a 10 to 12 hour day most of the times. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it's, I'm still working. So I don't have time because I don't have time to think about, okay, I'm tired. Okay. I don't feel good. Okay. I don't want to do this. I don't have time for that stuff mm -hmm. has to be done. Right. My job responsibility still has to be done. Mm -hmm. You still have to get to your appointments. Mm -hmm. You still need to eat. You still need to, mm -hmm. to be able to maneuver around. You still need to get out mm -hmm. the bed, get in the bed. You right. still need your medicine. You still need to do your exercises on your legs while your leg while you're at home. Right. There's stuff that still needs to be done. Absolutely. You know, we have another family member living with us. They still have to go to their appointments. They still need things. So I don't have time. I don't have right. time to, to think, you know, am I, to be honest, I don't have time to think about am I okay, period. Right. When this whole process is over and mm. we get back to a somewhat normal existence, mm -hmm. then I'll reflect back on if I'm okay. Right. But right now I don't have time. Right. I just, it's the crazy part. You, you know my mind. For me right now, my motto comes from a 1980s action movie. Mm -hmm. It's um, The Predator, Arnold Schwarzenegger mm -hmm. uh, fighting the alien. One of the, really one of the best action movies of mm -hmm. all times. Mm -hmm. But there's a scene when they're in the jungle and it was Jesse Ventura. Mm -hmm. um, for those who don't know, Jesse Ventura was actually a wrestler, mm -hmm. um, a pro wrestler um, back in the 80s, mm -hmm. 70s, 80s. And then turned actor, actually turned governor of Minnesota as well. But that's a story for another time. Oh, my God. Him and Arnold. But go ahead. Yeah. But there was a time, there was a scene in the movie there in the jungle. They're going through everything. Um, Jesse's character gets wounded and mm -hmm. he's bleeding. Mm -hmm. And one of his um, one of his um, buddies turns to him and says, hey, you know, you're bleeding. You need to take care of that. And he turns to him and is like, you know, I don't have time to bleed. Mm -hmm. And he kept it pumping. Right. That's kind of my model right now. Right. I don't have time to bleed. Right. There's, there's too much going on. Right. There's too much that needs to be done. Mm -hmm. I don't have time to bleed. I don't have time to be tired. I don't have time to think about, mm -hmm. to be honest, I don't have time to think about myself. Right. I, the mission has to be done. The mission has mm -hmm. to be accomplished and mm -hmm. I have to keep moving forward. Right. So that's kind of the mindset I'm in right now. Right. I don't have time to bleed. And for me, this journey has been, first of all, totally thankful to you for all that you do. However, that doesn't work for me, right. whether I'm in pain or not. So I'm busy like, Go in the bathroom and don't come back out. Cause his okay people. Anybody who knows long enough know 
Sanchez hides in the bathroom from the family. Like he literally hides. He's about using the bathroom. You've been using that bathroom for 45 minutes, boy. You hide it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I haven't even seen him do that. So I would be like, don't come out the bathroom. Take a shower and don't come out the bathroom. I don't care what you do because I know that that's your safe, your safe space. Right. Or there are things that he'll get angry because I, I can get up. I'm not full emotional, but I can get up and I can do stuff or whatever, which frustrates him. But I'm like, no, sit. He'll be, as soon as I move, he's like, where are you going? And I'm like, I'm going to get some water because I think that I understand what you're saying. But as a caretaker, you do need a moment. Do you will crash and burn? That does not, um, that does not, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Help us both. Right. You, you see what I'm saying? So I, I want to have this conversation because I think there's a lot of caretakers out there and a lot of carees. Right. Um, basically, they don't have this real conversation about it. And I think from my, from myself, I'm watching you, right? And I'm looking at you and I'm watching you and I have to say, hey, Ange, whatever this thing is that you need right this moment, it's going to have to wait. You know what I'm saying? Is, is it? Because I, I say to myself, seriously, like, is it necessary? Do you need it right now? Can you wait, right? Or can um, you do it for yourself? Which is kind of scary to try to do anything for myself because you like, no, don't move. You know, and I'm like, babe, I really, I truly, I truly got it. But I just, you just need to take a, you need time for yourself too. And I think that that's where we came to 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 a battle because you're like, no, and I can do it, but you can't do everything. And I appreciate everything that you do, but you can't do everything. And that's where, like even my doctor's appointment, he'll come up for every appointment. I'll be like, you can stay in the car. He's like, no, I'm coming up. I'm like, but you can stay in the car. And I know you always say like, why is she always telling me to stay in the car? Right. Because you, you just need a moment, babe. You need a moment without me, a moment without a physical therapist or, you know, because they even train him how to do physical therapy, <laughs> physical therapy if you meet at home, right? And so... So, but you need a moment to yourself, you know, and I think you, whether you like it or not, yeah. that's where I am when I'm making, I'm pushing you and you're getting angry that you need a moment to sit down and relax. Yeah. But also I think there's a, a part of this that people don't like to talk about. Cause this is actually not my first rodeo as a caretaker, to be honest. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I had that role as a much younger individual your grandparent. with my grandfather. Mm -hmm. um, I wasn't his primary, but I was the one that was there the mm -hmm. majority of the time because mm -hmm. um, I was living with him. Right. I was living with my grandparents at the time. Um, and, and it got to a certain point where my grandfather really didn't want anybody else to do anything for him mm -hmm. but me. Right. Um, and this was my adolescent teenage years mm -hmm. um, where and I don't think I've ever I know I know I've never had this particular conversation on the air or with me yeah because I'm listening because I'm like well, wait well I knew about you caretaking but not like a we've never had the conversation yeah. my um so I've, I know I've spoken about my grandfather because he is the most important there are two individuals mm -hmm. that have always played a huge impact in and on my life mm -hmm. uh, and that's been always since the inception of me and that's my grandfather jc robinson mm -hmm. and my older brother terrence crenshaw mm -hmm. um, unfortunately both have departed from me uh, my brother at a very young age um, due to violence due to he was murdered mm -hmm. and then my grandfather later on in life who the strongest man i ever knew mm -hmm. but then got sick yeah. um, he developed parkinson's yeah and then other um illnesses came along but I saw him go from the strongest individual I ever knew in my life mm -hmm. to someone who could barely feed himself right. to someone who couldn't walk anymore and mm -hmm. had to be pushed in a wheelchair and, mm -hmm. and couldn't use the, the left side of his face due mm -hmm. to on top of everything and a stroke. And it's just mm -hmm. anyway, 
But I found myself in a position of being his caretaker. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, I wasn't his primary. Other family members were there as well, but I was the one who was there the most. Right. From going to church with him to everything. Right. Like, I'll never forget this one time where uh, we were sitting in church because he was still, he still pastored his church mm-hmm. um, up until, uh, anyway, I'm not going to, I'm going to get angry if I have that particular conversation. But uh, we were sitting in church and I'm in the back of the church and I'm looking at him. And he wasn't right. And I knew he wasn't right. Mm-hmm. And because he didn't take his medicine. Mm-hmm. So I went, gave him his medicine. I didn't care what was going on in church. It was in the middle of the, it was in the middle of church. <laughs> mm-hmm. Somebody was up preaching. I didn't care. Right. I went, had to go take care of my grandfather. Right. And after church, my family came to me. He's like, how did you know? Like, why did you do that? I was like, I, I looked at him and I knew he wasn't right. Mm-hmm. And I could just tell by looking at him because mm-hmm. that's how much time I spent. Right. So this is not my first rodeo as a caretaker. But I think the part that caretakers don't like to talk about, mm-hmm. and and only because my own experience, especially when you're taking care of a family, when the carrie is a family member, mm-hmm. it's different if you're being paid for, but it's another thing when you're taking care of a family member. Mm-hmm. There's a guilt sometimes that's there. Mm. Because I don't have a right to feel any kind of way. Mm. You're the one that's either going through a procedure, or you're the one that's sick, or you're the one that, whose life has been altered. Right. I don't have a right to feel any. I don't have a right to feel tired. I don't have a right to feel. I don't have a right to say no. I don't have a right to be like I don't want to do this or mm-hmm. why 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 does she keep calling my name or why does she? Mm-hmm. I don't have a right to. I don't have a right to do that. Right. Because you you went through a life altering experience, mm-hmm. whether it's an illness, whether it's a surgery. Whatever it, whatever it is, mm-hmm. you've gone through a life altering experience. Right. The only thing I'm being is is mildly inconvenience. Mm-hmm. That's it. I can still get up and go. I can still do maneuver. I can mm-hmm. still move around the earth the way I want to. Right. I'm just being mildly inconvenience. So I don't have a right to feel a kind of way. I don't have a right to feel tired. I don't have a right to feel overwhelmed. I don't have a right to feel anxious. I don't mm-hmm. have that right. Right. And for me, that's something I've always battled with where even if I start to feel that kind of way, mm-hmm. then I start having a conversation with myself like, yo, dog, get yourself together. How dare you? Right. Like, like she's going through some things right now. If she wants some water, get your behind up and go get her water. Mm-hmm. I don't care how you feel. Right. If she needs to get up, if whatever, she, whatever she needs at that moment, how dare you not be available to do it? Right. So that's a part of it, too, that I don't know if, if a lot of caregivers have that conversation, have that honest conversation. I don't, I don't think that they do. I don't think they have that, that conversation they, that they're feeling... Um, quite you know quite guilty um like you just how open and honest you were with that but here's the thing you do have a right to feel tired you do have a right to feel exhausted it is a lot of work right to because where you may like oh she can't walk but it takes a lot of physical emotional and mental stress on people you're not going to tell me that it doesn't no it does okay so so when you say when you say or when other people caregivers i'm just i'm just i'm just telling caregivers right now i release you in the name of jesus you have a right to feel exhausted you have a right to feel mentally and emotionally drained it is virtually impossible to take care of a a family member first of all and not fully emotionally drained right. especially if you see them going through the pain that they're going through right. it's, you can't cut that off first of all and mentally it is it is virtually impossible to take care of a, be a caregiver and not be mentally drained because not only does your mind have to be on because you have so many meetings that you do every single day but then you have to be able to look at me and say is she lying or does she really need something and she don't want to tell me and then mentally be on if what she needs am I you know like all of that that is mental 
that's mental stress. And I don't think that that no caregiver, um, we're releasing all caregivers right now, that you feel that you don't have a right to feel those things. This is, a exa- this is exhausting for both of us. It's exhausting. Mm-hmm. And so um, for me as a caree, I have, I, have the, I have to be just as in touch with you as you are with me to be able to see that you're exhausted and go, ah, mm, I'm going to get out a minute. You know what I'm saying? Or do as much for myself that I can do even if you want to do it for me. Does that make sense? No, it makes sense. But but then it's also a situation where how fair is that to you? And see, that's the thought process that runs through my mind. Mm-hmm. How fair is that to you? Because once again, you, you are in a healing process. Mm-hmm. You have the right to heal. Mm-hmm. You have a right to focus on your healing focus mm-hmm. because once again this is not just a physical thing mm-hmm. this is and i think that's part of i don't know i don't know how many people have this particular conversation but surgeries illnesses mm-hmm. those things are just not physical mm-hmm. when when a person gets sick it's just not physical mm-hmm. it's a mental toll that takes mm-hmm. place on them it's oh an emotional God. toll Whew. it's a spiritual toll that takes that takes that mm-hmm. takes um, a hold of people, right? Because, like with you, when you're a person, yeah, you've been in pain for two and a half years, mm-hmm. but you were, but you you were still going, you were still mm-hmm. working, you were still driving, you were still doing everything mm-hmm. you needed to do because that's that's your makeup, that's the person you are. Mm-hmm. So now you take all that away, and you don't and you don't take it all away slowly. It gets taken away abruptly, mm-hmm. you know, because on Monday. You were up and about and doing whatever you had to do. Yes, you were in pain, but you were you were a soldier, soldiering mm-hmm. on for Tuesday, but for you not to be able to get out the bed. Mm-hmm. You know, it was a twenty four hour process mm-hmm. where your entire life changed in twenty four hours. Yeah. So it's a you know how fair is that for me to like I, I go back to how fair is that to me to say oh well she can get some water no. How fair is that? Because But then how okay, but here's the thing though for that. I hear I hear what you're saying, but also here's the thing that you have to say to yourself, right? But and I say to myself, but how can you how well can you take care of me if you're exhausted and you're drained and you're tired? We here's the thing about that, especially when it's family members, we have to remember that we are a team, right? And so because we are a team, especially married couples, we are a team, right? Then we have to look out for one another. And we and I know how much I can do. Right. And you know how much you can do. Right. But because you know me so well, you'd be like, no, you can't do that right now. The same way I know that. No, you can't do that right now. And so at that point. Right. We have to take care of one another. And so I want to have this conversation because I see your frustration. Be like, Angie, where you going? And where oh, I'm going, baby, set. De- do I don't need you to give me no water. Like I'll go to the bathroom and then sneak off to the kitchen. Cause if I don't, cause if <laughs> because if I pass this man, he'd be like sit down and like you know what I'm saying. And I, that we're a team, yeah, right. We're a team, and I think that caretakers and carries need to understand that they're a team, and that the caretaker has to be taken care of as well to make sure that your emotional and your no. physical and your spiritual mind. You you could fight me on this all it's, day no, long. It's, it's not that I'm fighting you on it because I get it, but also speaking of the team aspect, I live by the the old football creed. You know, I, was, I played football growing up. I'm a huge football fan. Football's next man up. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we're a team, but there's gonna be some there's gonna be some times where a team member may get injured mm-hmm. and if that team member get injured then the rest of the team has to step up yeah and so it's the next man up yeah and so and that's what it is it's, it's, it's for me it's the next man up my team you're right we are a team we are partners in this but my teammate has been injured my quarterback just got injured yeah so i gotta step up 
and you do, but I also got to make sure that I'm healing well and watch you before you get hurt. And then you can't do nothing. Right. Then we two people in this camp. They can't do <laughs> <laughs> Now that's going to be real. Cause then at that point, we had a luck at that point. Then. My mama here. Yeah. What's she going to be doing? <laughs> that we had a luck on that point. We got more connect work and mommy here yeah. with her oxygen. What we doing? Yeah, we you know what I'm saying? So we have to consider that. So I think that what has to happen is what we had to decide to do is make a plan for each other. Because this is the only way that this was going to work. And, of course, you fought me on any kind of plan. Yeah, you, you know, family, you, she loves her plans. You know, there has to be a she plan. Love her, she loves her meetings. Whatever. There has to be a plan. It has to be a plan. Right? And so, with the plan, here we are discussing what we should have been discussing. But his, I told him the plan is we got to take care of each other. This is not how it works. Yeah. You know, I'm going to have to take... In order for me to heal, I still have to push myself, right? I still have to push myself, like really push myself so to to heal as well. So it's also my responsibility, too, to get up for myself and do things for myself and be able to have the capability. And as a team player, too, those things you're going to have to allow me to do. And now in this season, I'll be like, okay, if I need it, I'm going to ask you for it, right. right? But if I don't ask you for it, kind of just let me do it and see how far I can go right and and I and I think what happens is you don't let me do that because which I didn't know it's the guilt part that plays in your head yeah it's it's that it's that's a huge portion of it but also it's a situation of I know you and you will push yourself too far too fast and then what happens is now you push yourself too far too fast and now you have a setback and with this particular situation, you can't afford a setback right now because a setback for you means that your leg doesn't work properly for the rest of your life. And so that that we can't have. So a lot of it for me is also is is protecting you from you, mm -hmm. because a lot of the times I'm always and, and that's something we've had a conversation about even outside of the, the current journey we're on. We always have a conversation about there are times that we have to protect each other. From each, each other, other. Mm -hmm. and I have to. Some there's sometimes in life I have to protect you from you, right? And so in my mind, I'm like, okay, yeah, she's gonna push it too far mm -hmm. because that's her personality. She's always gonna push it to that to that line just to see, just to see how much she can do, mm -hmm. just to see how much she she can accomplish. Because there's still a part of you after mm -hmm. 22 years. Mm -hmm. There's still a part of you that I am warm and hear me roar. Mm -hmm. That's okay. still that part of you. And because I know that, I know that's still that part. I am every woman. Hear me war, right. roar. I can do all things. I can do mm -hmm. everything. I mm -hmm. don't need any help to do anything. Right. Because I know that part of you still exists, not to the extent it used to, mm -hmm. but I know that part of you still exists. Mm -hmm. So, and you'll push it and you'll, and you'll do more than you need to do. Mm -hmm. And you'll push the envelope. And that was fine before. But now, because if you if you push it too far mm -hmm. and you go too far past this envelope, that's a lifetime. That's a lifetime um, um, result. Or, mm -hmm. That's not the word I want to use. But we're going to go with that right now. Mm -hmm. That's a lifetime result. Mm -hmm. Because once again, if, if this doesn't heal, if this knee doesn't heal right, mm -hmm. then it's you're affected for the rest of your life with it. Right. And that's what I'm trying to avoid. Right. And so, yeah, I'm going to. But you're going to have to trust me, babe. I do. And when you. To a certain extent. Like, right. That's what I'm saying. So trust me. But when you do see it that I'm going too far, then stop me. Right. But don't stop me before I even get started, bro. Because I think that. You're always on call. You're on call in your sleep, 
If I move wrong, it's like, hey, 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 where you going? What you doing? What's up? Like, you literally don't even sleep properly because you're like up. That's not good for your health, right? That's I'm not used to it. No, bro, that's not good. I don't care what you say. Like, I have to protect you from you too, right? And I know that that's not good for Sanchez. That's right. not good for Sanchez Crenshaw that I'm married to. On no sleep, Sanchez Crenshaw ain't good for not nobody in this house, <laughs> outdoors, uh, at the job, parking lot, Kmart, Walmart. It's just not good for no marts. It's not true. <laughs> it's not. Okay, it's kind of true. It's, it's not good. So, you know, and so I know that about you. So, so I in the beginning, I said, absolutely, I get that. I get it, but now you're just gonna have to let me see what I can do, and then if you see me going too far, grab hold. But you don't even want me to get started. This is too much for you to do. It's because also, um, mm-hmm. in in the words of a of a famous philosopher, uh-huh. you don't listen. I do listen, and I've been a very great listener. <laughs> I've been, in this situation, I have not. I've done so much listening. <laughs> Lord have mercy. So much. I've learned patience. Right. I've learned really good listening skills. Um, I've learned to to be able to be quiet, which is whoa. That's a lot. You know, I've been able to know like, okay, sit down because this knee is in total control, and this knee be like sat down, and if I don't sat down, it'll sit me down, right? And so I know those things. I'm learning so much about myself in this process. But what I'm not fenced to do, right, is in this process, where you out too, right? And and, and I think that's what um, carries don't convey to their caretakers they be like you moving too fast you're doing too much because some of them don't convey what i'm conveying now and they're moving too quickly they're moving too fast because they can see the tiredness in the caretaker they can see the caretaker wore out they can see that they're exhausted that they're frustrated and are aggravated and so they try to get like going so quickly or get healed so quickly or move the process needle so quickly because they just want them to have a break and they don't have the conversation. And so the goal for us was to have the conversation so we understand where we are in this process and where what I see and what I'm doing, why I'm doing, and because what I see in you. You know, you take very good care of me, but I have to take very good care of you too. I won't wear you out. And I know how far I can push myself. And yes, I am a pusher. Um, uh, Push it. Push it. Anyway, I'm sorry. I don't know what that squirrel, y'all. I'm so sorry. Oh, man. But I need you to let me get started. And if you see me pushing too hard, then pull me back. Does that make sense? No, it makes sense. I, um, no, it makes sense. I can't promise. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, it makes sense. Let's just say that mm-hmm. it does make sense. Because once again, at the end of the day, my goal is to always make sure you're okay. Mm-hmm. That's always been. When it comes to you, that's always been who I am. Mm-hmm. When it, and I know this may sound crazy, and I know this is not necessarily the right way to do it, mm-hmm. but when it comes to us, I could care less about me. Mm-hmm. I need you okay. Yeah. I need you. I need you to shine. I need you to to thrive. I need you to mm-hmm. to flourish. I need you. Whatever whatever I have to do to ensure that you shine and ensure that your happiness mm-hmm. and ensure that you get everything in life that you deserve mm-hmm. and you accomplish everything in life that you need to accomplish mm-hmm. and open all the doors you need to open. And as long as you're doing it, I'm okay. I'm all right. I, whatever I need to do, whatever, whatever sacrifice I need to make, mm-hmm. whatever lack of sleep, whatever, whatever I need to do mm-hmm. is that's always been my focus. That's, and I, that's it. And I am like super 
humbled and I'm super thankful and I and I and I love you for that but you can't steal my shine either because that's what it is for me I'm not gonna let you I don't care for me or anybody else you're not gonna be sitting around here exhausted working trying to take care of me and cook and clean and and all these things that's just not that doesn't work for me and me just let you do it and not say something not let you do it and not be like sit down somewhere not let you do it and not let you have a moment to yourself that is not how that works for me Right. And you know that I'm going to take care of you at all costs. And I think that's where the battle came in, because we're the same person when it comes to each other. The battle is I'm going to take care of you. You're going to take care of me to a default. So how does this work if we both mad? Like, you look sit down. You like, you know, you sit down. No, you sit down. Like, like, I'm not going to appreciate everything that you do for me. But if it's at the detriment of your health, your mental and your spiritual, emotional, then all bets are off. That is not happening for me. You know what I'm saying? And so that's where it's like, no, go in the bathroom, don't come out. No, you can't go in the doctor's office with me. No, you're not going upstairs with me. No, sit in the car because I just feel like you need that. You have a job that is very demanding. And then you got a wife who goes to physical therapy three times out the week. And then you do a physical therapy at home. You know what I'm saying? So it's a demanding situation. You know, not that we don't have love and family, but the gist of it is you. Right. And so so at that point, I have to I have to take I have to cut you off somewhere. You don't like it, but it's like, no, mm-mm, no, don't want to do it. Nope, not going. Nope, don't care. Nope, not thirsty. My throat could be dry as a Sahara <laughs> desert. You hear what I tell you? But if I see you tired and I know that my knee won't let me move, then I'm willing to wait. I'm willing to wait. I'm not going to. Unless you're going in that kitchen, I'm not going to say a word because you have a right to it. You have a right to some type of peace, too, because you're doing so much. And I think that, again, I'm just freeing some caretakers. Caretakers, you have a right to have 20 or 30 minutes to yourself. You have a right to eat dinner without anybody calling. You have a right to go in the bathroom and not be needed. You have a right to do that and not feel guilty release the guilt and I think the only way that you can actually release the guilt is to have the real conversation that this is where you are because you're having this with me because we really haven't discussed it but if you just go 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 and you're like baby why won't you let me do this and why you want it I'm like no I'm telling you why because when like when you could see your grandfather I can see my husband and when I see you in that space there's nothing that's going to change my mind you can't change my mind. You can't move for me. You can't do nothing whether you like it or not. I just won't let it happen because I see you. Does that make sense? No, it makes sense. I see you. And it's so that important that caretakers and carries see each other and be like, okay, the caretaker needs a break. He needs a break. She needs a break. They need a break whether they're getting paid or not. Is break and it's so intense when it's family members. Yeah. It's is it's so much more emotional, intensified yeah, it when is. it's a family member, someone that you really care about and that you really love, right? And you want to will them back to health and you want them to be better and you want to take care of them, but you're tired and you you're running on five percent and they want four percent. So then you only have one percent for yourself. How does that work? I just don't want that for you. In the beginning, when we first started this, I saw that in you. And I was like, something has to change. You know, I don't want that for him. I don't want you to only give yourself 1%. You deserve all your percent. It's your percents, right? But 1% is not going to work. 1% is not effective. 1% is not healthy for you and all that you do. Does that make sense? That makes sense. So, again, having this conversation, I see you, you know, I appreciate you taking care of me. I love you. You don't have to feel guilty because right now, again, I see you in those times that you're exhausted. I'm just asking that you sit down somewhere. That you take a minute to yourself, that you play your game, or you hide in the bathroom, you read a book, go on the patio, go clean the car. I really don't care what you do. (laughs) 
honest to God, as long as it's something for yourself and you taking time for yourself. Like today, I'm super excited because first he didn't want to do it, but he's going to go clean his car. He's going to go clean the cars, rather. And he's going to be by himself. And first she was like, I'm going to take you all these places I'm going to do. No, you're going to do your stuff first, your car, because that's what you like to do. It's therapeutic for you to clean your car, make your car look good. Those things are for you. And then anything else after that that, I, that we may need to do together, we'll do it then. But I need for you to put yourself first. It is seven days of the week. You need to have some days for yourself as a caretaker. That's just my thought process. That's how I feel, so I'm not changing my mind. But anyway, go ahead. <laughs> go ahead, carry on, sir. Nah, ain't really much more than you say. <laughs> I think you pretty much covered it. Because it's difficult. No, nah, it is. It it's, is it's difficult. Yeah, it's it's what happens is is that I think people we like talking about the physical aspect of mm -hmm. a lot of things. Mm -hmm. We like talking about if we're in pain or stuff that we can quantify that way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But it just becomes really difficult having those conversations when we're talking about emotions, mm -hmm. when we're talking about our, our emotional beliefs, our, our spirituals, yeah. our, you know, where we are spiritually, where we are mm -hmm. mentally, where we are emotionally. Yeah. It's, it's hard to have those particular conversations mm -hmm. um, because you really can't, you can put a finger. You can fix. If you tell me your knee hurts, mm -hmm. I can give you. I can give you an ice pack. I can give you a pill. I can give you. I can give you your um, heating pad. Mm -hmm. I can help do. I can help do something mm -hmm. to alleviate the physical pain. Right. But when we start talking about emotional pain, mm -hmm. we start talking about a spiritual pain. We start talking about a mental pain. Right. I. I can't put a finger on it. I can't put a hand on it. Yeah. I can't. I can't. Know what the touch I don't know fix. what to touch. I can't fix yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I think a lot of the times that's why um, we don't have these type of conversations. Mm -hmm. When it's a situation where it's a caregiver and a carry, or mm -hmm. even it's a situation of it doesn't even have to be a caregiver situation. Just in a regular relationship, just yeah. in a everyday, as we say, regular degular relationship. Mm -hmm. Regular degular. <laughs> we don't like having these particular conversations because. Yeah. Because understanding how someone feels right. about something mm -hmm. is so difficult. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's so difficult. It's just to, uh, for me, just to sit down and, and truly understand. Yeah. Because a lot of the times it's a situation we both lived, mm -hmm. a situation we both went through, mm -hmm. but I saw it one way. Right. You saw it a different way. Right, right, right. And now you're telling me how you feel about how you saw it. Right. And because I didn't see it that way, mm -hmm. it's hard a lot of times for me to to wrap my brain around how you feel yeah. about something. So that's why a lot of times people don't like having those feeling conversations mm -hmm. because those feeling conversations sometimes are so complicated to understand. Yeah. And, I, and you know what, too, with that, too, to just piggyback off that, also those feelings conversations is hopefully I'm not coming off in a way that's going to hurt this person's feelings. Yeah. Hopefully I'm not coming off and this person here, oh, I don't want to take care of you. Right. I don't want to help you. Right. I don't want to do for you. Right. You're a problem. You're an issue. You're ungrateful. You know, like, you don't, you don't want to have those conversations. So those emotional in those conversations because how will this person perceive what I'm saying? Will they receive it in the way that I'm trying to give it to them? The way that I'm trying to articulate it to them, per se, right? And so what happens is that's why a lot of people don't want to have them, yeah. right? Because once I say this to you, then you're going to think, I don't care about you. I don't love you. And that's not what I'm saying. I'm just 
saying I'm tired. Mm-hmm. I'm exhausted. Because I don't, you know. Those, once those words are out there, they're out there. You're right, exactly. No taking them back. They're taking it back. But I think without having those real conversations, then both parties are stuck. Yeah. Right. And you're stagnant, and you're not having the real conversation. And then y'all both are wore out, or both mad, or angry, or bitter. And in five years down the line, we're like, you had such an attitude when you was trying to help me. You hurt my leg, or you did this, and you're like, what? I was just tired, but I didn't know you was tired. Right. To me, you didn't say you were tired. So to me, you were frustrated with me. You were aggravated with me. You didn't want to be. You didn't want to help me. You did it on purpose. You did it on purpose. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or the, the the caretakers like every five minutes you calling me for some water. Every, you know what I'm saying? Like those things. Like you just saw me come out the kitchen. You know you wanted water. Why didn't you know what I'm saying? All these things instead of having these real conversations and saying this is where I am. This is how I feel. But emotional conversations are so hard because it's so difficult. To how will this person perceive what I said? Yeah. It's, they're so difficult to they're have. difficult to have but unfortunately in this particular little Crenshaw corner marriage gotta have them. we gotta have them because guys we are a force the Crenshaws are a force individually yeah. and so we cannot not have these conversations with each other it is so important um, to have them with each other and so I just thought that this would be good to have on the mic because maybe it'll free up a caretaker and a carry and they can now have these conversations and really say like this is why I was listening to this podcast about this and this was like an aha moment for me and we really need to talk about this you yeah. know what I'm saying and if there's anything that I can do for you you're my caregiver and I love you but is there anything that I can do for you and ask those questions and anything that I can do for you you're doing so much for me is there anything that I can do from you? Yeah, I may be in the bed or whatever. Can I can I do something for you? Like, do you need a half an hour to yourself or a day to your like whatever that is? We right. have to ask those questions. Still, is there anything that I can do for you? You like know? That. So Actually, yeah. I'm glad we had this conversation. I feel it was a really good conversation. You feel better? I do. Yeah. Um, do you have any final words for the family? No. I think yeah, well, you What's know. Your final me? Thought? <laughs> What's your final essay? <laughs> I don't have an essay. Don't do that because you're going to be like, my thought is very simple. Oh, it is. Communicate. You know, like, dude, dog, 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 dog. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. What's your my final essay? My, my, it's not a final essay, baby. It's a final thought. Have a thought. Okay, thank you. Have a thought to the caretakers. Please be honest with the people that you're taking care of. And let them know that you need an emotional or mental break. You'll be back. You love them, but you really need to take it so you'll be able to give them the best care that you can give. But again, you can't give them the best care if you're not caring for them. And to the carries, please hear their heart. Hear what they have to say. Right. Listen to the conversation. Don't think it's being malicious or mean. But really, even don't even answer. Just respect what they're asking and say okay. You know, right? If you can, you know. But that's what that's my thought. Look at my okay. thought. No, your thought was a good thought. It wasn't Thank even you. an essay. Thank you. Uh, my thought is gonna be. Uh, you better not say it. My thought is gonna be. You can say simple. No. <laughs> can I, may, may I do my thought? I <laughs> didn't. I didn't interrupt you. Okay, <laughs> do your thought. I did not interrupt do you. Your thought, time, player. Play it through your thought. If you're wondering how to have the conversation, um, whether you're a carry or a caregiver, mm-hmm. and a conversation needs to be had and you're wondering where do I start the first thing you do to be honest is that you start in prayer mm-hmm. the two of you come together and you come together in prayer mm-hmm. and you ask God to open up your heart mm-hmm. open up their heart yeah. that they can receive and that they can see 
um, how you really feel and what you really mean mm-hmm. and that God will give you the words to use, um, that there will be clarity, mm-hmm. um, that there will be, that will be no animosity. There will be no hurt feelings. Mm-hmm. And that throughout this conversation that God will intervene, um, and be a part of it. And that's how you started. Yeah. You started with, if you're not sure, if, if you're hesitant, if you're fearful of having the conversation that you know needs to be had, then how do you start it? You started in prayer. Mm-hmm. And you just pray for God's wisdom. You pray for his words. Right. And you pray that he will soften the heart, not only your heart mm-hmm. as you begin the conversation, but he will soften the heart of the person that that needs to hear what mm-hmm. you have to say. Absolutely. So that's going to be my final thought. That was good, babe. I appreciate you. Babies, it feels good to be back on the mic with you. Oh, my goodness. Um, uh, family, hopefully we'll be back before June. Listen. <laughs> uh, oh, don't do that. Why would you do that? Rah. Stop that. That's what Pootie do. But you ain't Pootie. Rah. That's Pootie's. Don't, don't take okay, Pootie stuff. Don't take Pootie stuff. Okay. Am I, am I plagiarizing? You plagiarizing. <laughs> You gonna get a you gonna get a letter from his lawyer. Listen, sorry, Pootie. We sorry, Pootie. Family, we thank you for listening. Gosh, we love you guys so much. Miss you so much. Yeah. However you're listening, whether it's on iTunes, whether mm-hmm. it's Podbean, whether it's Spotify, whether it's Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, mm-hmm. iHeartRadio, yes, or on Lord. our own personal website at www.thecrenshawcorner.com. Um, family, as always, we consider ourselves an interactive podcast, yes. which means we can be found on the socials. We're on Instagram. We're on we're on Facebook. All mm-hmm. under the Crenshaw Corner. Yes. And of course, you can email us at any time at thecrenshawcornergmail.com. Yes. Once again, thecrenshawcornergmail.com. And as always, family, welcome to our journey. We love you guys. Bye.